Hi, I'm Chris Reid, Managing Director and CEO of ASX 300 listed company, Neomix. Chris Gussier, um, we're going to catch up today about the um, Battery Recycling Hub Engineering Cost Study. That's a mouthful, but we um, I, I, want, I want to kind of get into that. But um, maybe if you could just maybe bring people new to your story, give them a sense of the total picture here in terms of the other projects, please. Yeah, sure. So look, our main priority is the development and commercialization of three environmentally friendly processing technologies that we've developed. You know, they produce critical and strategic battery materials at the lowest point in the cost curves with a very, very low carbon footprint. And we've also got one residual mining asset that uh, that we're looking to develop. Okay, right. Well, let, let's get on to the battery recycling components. Um, now, obviously, you've, you've done the engineering um, study. So what does it tell us? Yeah, so look, it was really the culmination of, uh, you know, a, a good year of hard work. So a number of demonstration trials where we've had to, you know, achieve targets uh, that were materially above what we what we achieved when we set out. I think, you know, once we entered into the agreement with Mercedes Benz, they put out this wonderful video and it had ninety six percent recovery. And we sort of said to them, Well, what why would you say that? Like none of the data that, that we've generated show that. We've got good recoveries at eighty five percent, but you know, ninety six and they said, Well look, that's where the battery regulations will end up and that's where you'll need to be if you want to do business with us. And and that was a bit of a come to Jesus moment. And uh, we realized that we had to make process improvements to lift our recoveries and we succeeded in uh, demonstration trial seven in in hitting nickel, copper, and cobalt of over 95% recoveries. Uh, our new lithium uh, fluoride uh, product and, and recovery process, we're just waiting for the final assays on that. But previously, as lithium sulfate, we'd recovered 83.5%. So, you know, we've exceeded ultimately what what was the, the battery regulations that, that uh, have been passed. I think they're, they're we're looking for them to come into effect in the next couple of months. Right. And, and, and let's talk about um, euros here because obviously you're a business, you need to make money. So give us a sense of the margins involved. Yeah, look, I think if you go to, you know, for me, I, I always, I always, you know, cut exactly to that. So I think, you know, on, on page three, figure one, what we've got there is the recovered value uh, by the main elements, lithium, which is 50% of the revenue, nickel and cobalt. And we've got it there for a variety of chemistries. You know, I guess the, the trend is in the EV batteries, the nickel, manganese, cobalt batteries, less cobalt. So if the, I think if you have a look at NMC 811 as a predominant chemistry going forward, you know, we can recover just under 9,000 euros uh, per tonne of cell feed and our, and our operating costs uh, throughout the whole plant start to finish are under 4,000. So if you work out, you've got 21,000 tonnes throughput and you can make a 5,000 euro margin, um, that's that's pretty good. Right, okay. And if you, But if you look at the your traditional shareholder base, um, mining, that's what they know, right? They understand the, the, the context and the backdrop of that. And um, for you, you're kind of moving into the kind of industrial sector in a, in a way, you know. Yeah early stages there. So it's kind of a bit of a transition for people to kind of work out, you know, value and, and how, how to value you. Um, so in that, can you help us understand what this can look like going forward? Because you, you talk about a hub and spoke c- component to this one, but just focusing on this for now, 
is this equivalent to what a, a five-year, ten-year life of mine? I guess it's contract-driven. Yeah, look, I mean, we've we we run our models over a twenty-year effective life for those plants. Um, if we have a look at what uh, you know what is in a battery, if we have a look at an NMC battery, it's the same as having a ton of ore in front of a concentrator that's fifteen percent nickel, fifteen percent copper, two percent cobalt, and two percent lithium. Right? It's very very hard. To lose money, just looking at those grades, you would make exceptional money. The hydromet refining is more expensive than the traditional pyromet, but you know, notwithstanding that, you're making a hundred percent gross profit margin. So that would be the same as having a gold mine that's you know receiving two thousand US dollars per ounce, and your cost is one thousand. Your biggest problem there is just finding more and more tons. So, you know, that's one of the beautiful things about our business is that, um, you know, we're, we're really there to plant supply and technology license. Yes, we can supply a service if the car makers or cell makers want it. Yes, we're open to forming joint ventures with them. But, you know, for us, uh, it's market penetration. How do you get the biggest market penetration? Well, we were never worried about the feed and every graph that you see says feed's going off the page and, you know, exponential growth in feed. We can see that. Um, so therefore, the key ingredient to success is who can build the plants when they're needed. And so that's why we partnered with SMS Group, a 150-year-old German plant builder with 14,000 people in 95 sites around the world and production headquarters on four continents. It's, it, it's who can build the plants. And I think that's what discriminates us against a lot of people that they call our peers. Our peers are merchant recyclers who want to buy batteries and keep all the product themselves. Well, I've got news for them. The cell makers and car makers aren't going to let that happen. They're not going to sell a product where they, if they recycle it themselves, they get 9000 bucks worth of lithium, nickel, and cobalt. They're not going to sell that battery to you for 2500 and turn around and buy the rest. These guys are going to come and see us, ask for a solution. Legally, they're going to have to recycle. Ethically, they need an ethical, sustainable, circular supply, lower carbon footprint, high recoveries. We've proven that we can make material. In fact, um, you know, some of our customers have made cells with recycled material from Promobius. Right. Okay. So I hear, I hear what you're saying. Obviously, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to get a t- margins may actually get tighter and tighter going forward, and I guess the barriers to entry are going to be significant for anyone else entering here. So, so, so for you, in terms of that market penetration. First mover advantage, you know, near first mover advantage, uh, it's definitely going to be on on your on your side. What are, the, in fact, here's an interesting thing because I, I was look, reading something um, earlier today about the kind of cost of gold discovery. You, you just put it uh, in the context of you know a a a gold mining operation and the, and the cost of that. The 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 big barriers there are you know it can from to make a you know five million ounce discovery it it can cost you you know five hundred million to a couple of billion. This report said so. The yeah. cost for companies. Well, the big guys will just buy it. Yeah, absolutely. So, but but for you, in terms of that, um, now you're in the market, and that kind of first mover advantage, the demonstration, and literally having operation. Does does that put you at a distinct advantage compared to these some sort of new entrants or new technologies coming through for battery recycling? Yeah, well, look, you know, I, I think the difference is that, you know, our big American peers are merchant recyclers and they've raised, you know, some of them over a billion Australian dollars to commercialise and building big plants. And and some of them struggle to feed them. 
and every car maker and cell maker knows that they're going to have the regulatory obligation to recycle their products uh, at end of life. There's going to be there is significant product production scrap, um, failed cells, failed modules, QAQC on the way through that they need to have a solution for. Um, with the European battery regs, you know, 65% of the materials must be generated in Europe. You have minimum recycled content declarations in new cells and everyone wants lower carbon footprints and recycling is the way to do that because you absolve it of the upstream mining carbon footprint. Fortunately for us, you absolve it of the mining risk too. So essentially... You know what? What is the technology? Well, it's really a, a toll processing technology for battery recyclers, and we we supply the plant. Like it'll be built in a back-to-back agreement between Primobius and SMS. We will sell that plant to our customers. We will make money on that, and then we will get a royalty income. So you know we have five royalty agreements, uh, technology licenses, royalty agreements. Um, and they have a 10% GSR as, as the royalty. That still delivers the customer the certainty that they get their materials back, a certainty around recoveries and operability and um, uptime. And, uh, you know, we've now put out a cost so they can quantify the economic benefits. And that's what the engineering cost study does. It gives the OPEX and CAPEX. It allows the customers to evaluate our technology. It enables our stakeholders to, to value what standalone plants can make uh, and what the royalties might generate. So if you had a look at an NMC 811, you get about 9,000 euros per tonne. So 10% of that would be 900 euros a tonne times by the throughput. That would be the royalty income that that, that comes to the shareholders of Prime Ideas. Okay. Well, let's kind of extend that out to the kind of the portfolio of um, projects that you've got going on. So if, if you look at... Um, the lithium-ion uh, battery recycling component, there's a technology which you've got. Obviously, you need to build the infrastructure um, with your partners and you feed that. With the vanadium recovery, you've got a technology um, with your partners and, and the feed through SSAB. Um, and, and, and that makes sense. So you, you, I can understand that. Obviously, I think the, with the lithium chemical component with Eli, it's, a, it's a, maybe a little bit earlier in, in, the, in the process, but one assumes that the model will be comparable to that. So as a business, if I'm looking at you and trying to understand the, the I guess, the, the growth profile, the revenue profile, because you quite rightly say businesses are here to make money, um, not be busy being busy. Um, how does one quantify each dollar that comes into the, the, the company? Is it a case of what do you do with it to kind of expand the reach? Or, uh, yeah, how, well, how do, you, how do you look at it? Because I'm sort of intrigued. Yeah, well, look, Neometals is a head company, has equity ownership in the recycling technology, the vanadium technology, and the lithium chemical technology. Within those uh, incorporated joint ventures, uh, we have the flexibility to deploy the, the technologies as principal with our partners, um, finding other partners that need a solution, uh, or we can license them. So flexible business models, the same model for each one of those technologies. The battery recycling presents the largest scalable uh, opportunity that we've got. You know, we, we're going from 10 to 50 to 500 tonne plants 
uh, and the market is just growing so so large. I mean, you know, you can see the boom in in lithium battery production and EV production. Well, there's going to be lots of production scrap, and then ten years later, there's going to be end of life recycling. So, um, you know, that's why we've designed the plants to last twenty years. Uh, for the vanadium recovery, you know, we own 100% of the technology, but we're developing that in a special purpose vehicle that we've got equity ownership in. And we're in a fundraising uh, phase at the moment for equity and debt, and we'll dilute equity into that project, but we'll retain the royalty on the project. And then we've got other projects. And it doesn't have the same sort of scope as battery recycling, fair enough, but it'll still produce the world's largest volume of high purity vanadium that'll go into stationary energy storage batteries at a negative carbon footprint in the lowest quartile cost. So you, you do it because it's low cost and you can make money. The lithium chemicals, well, we own that technology 70% with mineral resources. We've been developing it for a decade. Um, it's really a great bolt-on for the brine deposits because you, you, you remove the need to, to use expensive reagents. So there's great scope because you know you can see all the hard rock deposits in Australia and Africa and Canada and South America are going to get developed but then you know we really have to start turning our mind to, to developing more brine deposits and that's what the technology is perfect for um, so that's got great scope uh, and but as you rightly say it's, it's probably two years behind where the vanadium project is at the moment but that's a, a fantastic pipeline and, and so, you know, the, we think we offer unparalleled exposure to all of those battery materials because they're low cost, low carbon. And we will have a mixture of, of equity holdings in various projects and, and royalties. Okay. And, and, just, and just to kind of finish off, because um, it's, again, in, in mining uh, parlance, it would be this kind of Lusonco, you know, um, there's a bit of a, a dip in perceived value because you've got to finance the battery recycling hub. So just again, remind it, I know we've talked about it before, but just remind yeah, me. So, I mean, look, this we've, we've done this study because you have to be able to demonstrate to your customers and your stakeholders what the technology, what, what the economic benefits are. So we can quantify those down. I mean, that's why we're going down the model of, of plant supply and technology licensing that is very, very capital light and light risk. We have the options to participate in plants. We'd like to have that the option to follow our money, maintain our share, dilute, what have you, separately monetize them, fund them outside of the head company. Um, you know, and that's worked well for us. You know, we haven't raised money for 10 years. 